Welcome back to our Ephesians devotional podcast. This is Steve Thompson, and today we're going to listen for how the Spirit is speaking to us through Ephesians chapter 2, verses 11 through 16. So, Holy Spirit, have your way. Clear away anything that might be clouding our minds or our hearts right now and speak to us. Okay, here's what Paul said in Ephesians 2, 11 through 16. Don't forget that you Gentiles used to be outsiders. You were called uncircumcised heathens by the Jews, who were proud of their circumcision, even though it affected only their bodies and not their hearts. In those days, you were living apart from Christ. You were excluded from citizenship among the people of Israel and you did not know the covenant promises God had made to them. You lived in this world without God and without hope, but now you've been united with Christ Jesus. Once you were far away from God, but now you have been brought near to him through the blood of Christ. For Christ himself has brought peace to us. He united Jews and Gentiles into one people when in his own body on the cross, he broke down the wall of hostility that separated us. He did this by ending the system of law with its commandments and regulations. He made peace between Jews and Gentiles by creating in himself one new people from the two groups. Together as one body, Christ reconciled both groups to God by means of his death on the cross and our hostility toward each other was put to death. Have you ever been excluded? Have you ever felt like you were an outsider, alone, different? It has to be one of the worst feelings in the world. I'm guessing that most of us have experienced this probably most traumatically in some form or other back in our school days. For me, I was 15 years old and I had just moved to Brazil and was going to this brand new school. It was a small private Christian school for international students, so everybody spoke English, but still, it was super tough to break into the friend groups that had already formed, and it didn't help that I showed up three weeks after that school year had already started, so I was behind the eight ball. And in my class, there was a Brazilian kid who automatically didn't like me because I was the new American. He was from a wealthy family. His uncle was actually a famous Brazilian Formula One race car driver. He was my age, and he had already been driving and racing for years. So he and his group would sit in the back row and throw spit wads at the back of my head. I didn't understand Portuguese yet, so they would be saying all of this stuff to me or at me constantly and only in Portuguese. And you could just tell it wasn't like... Hi, how are you doing? You know, kind, encouraging stuff. It just didn't have that tone. Unfortunately, the only reason anything changed with that situation was because eventually there was another new American kid that moved in and they got to pick on him. Uh, and eventually that mean kid, his name ironically was Christian, went to a different school. That was the next year. But eventually I found my friend group, and because I was learning Portuguese and dressing more Brazilian and trying to tone down my Americanness and blend in a bit, things got better. But man, if there was ever a time that I felt completely alone, 
excluded like an outsider. That was it. Can you relate? Do you have a story like that? Exclusion can be a really powerful social tactic designed to either force conformity to the in-group's norms or to punish or even alienate people that we don't like or people we don't want around us for any variety of reasons. Paul was clearly making the case that Jesus had destroyed every reason imaginable for Jews and Gentiles to keep each other at a safe distance in any and every area of life. Any perceived barriers or reasons to exclude or to think less of someone else was now gone in Christ. Because any barrier or failure or lack or excuse to come to God, our Father, was now gone in Christ. So because now we have free access to God, we also now have free access to each other. And we need to take advantage of and to protect that free access to one another. So here are some realities that we deal with here and now. Local congregations or churches or faith families still separate out from one another based on all sorts of things. 11 o'clock on Sunday mornings is still the most racially segregated time of the week in the United States. Churches separate based on perceived socioeconomic status. Churches divide based on interpretations of Scripture, even though they all follow the same Lord. It's, it's like we haven't even read Paul or Ephesians before. What's going on here? God has designed us for unity. He's cleared the way. He's cleared every barrier to unity, and he continues to call us and invite us to unity in Christ. We'll get to some very real examples of how we can live this out in the second half of the book of Ephesians, but I guess I just want to hang out today on any heart motivations that might be causing us to cling to our patterns of distancing ourselves from each other. I think Paul was trying to uh, clear out any intellectual or theological barriers. We need to take a look at heart barriers. Or even, are we open to looking at unconscious barriers that we have that divide ourselves up? Are there people that we aren't extending grace to that Jesus has made our brothers and sisters? Are there people that we choose not to hang around who Jesus wants us to eat with? Are there people we don't hire because they don't like me, look like me, or think like me, or share my values and perspectives? Are there people who we don't even think to include in our lives or in our worship or in our day-to-day -day because we can't see how their voices and experience can make us better, richer, more like what God is calling us to? Father, would you remove any blind spots that we have to how our ideas and lifestyles are alienating brothers and sisters in Christ? Would you show us how we're adding bricks to walls and barriers? And in your mercy, would you give us the courage to tear them down and to open our lives up to people who are different from us? We're still so far from the oneness that you're wanting for, for us. Tear us down 
if it means building us back up into your dream of what this all looks like. Amen.